0: Because this week the Lord placed it on my heart that Adriano has something to speak, and I, when I called, um, I contacted Adriano in regards to this. He was like in shock because both of us came into this by the Spirit that the Lord wanted him to speak this morning. So, Adriano, with that being said, I, I hand it over to you.
1: Thank you. Wow, a humble servant. Ooh. Okay, I gotta make sure that uh, my shoulder stays well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you. Um how do I start this? I always like to start with something very interesting, first of all. Uh, before we get into the word of God, uh, there are two stories. Let me go to the first one here. It is in Matthew 16. Um, basically, Jesus was asking the disciple who people think. That I am, and this was Peter answered Peter. We talk about Peter now. Peter, see, you are the Messiah, the anointed one, the one that has been sent by God. And Jesus went on to say, replying to Peter, he said this: Blessed are you, Simon of Jonah for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood but by my father in heaven isn't that interesting Jesus turning to Peter say hey this was not revealed to you by flesh but by my father now down a couple of verse down and I'll jump to that Um, as they went on Jesus start talking about how he was going to die and it says in verse 21 and again same chapter from that time on Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things and Peter he says this in 20 verse 22 Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him never Lord he said this shall never happen to you now this is Jesus response to Peter, Jesus turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. Now, let's pay attention to what he said here. Get behind me. He turned to Peter first. He said, get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. And I've gone to the Lord many times. I asked God, Why are you speaking to? me?'" Oh, you speaking to Satan? Me, if it is not explained, there, everything else is either revelations or people guessing. But I go to the law. Why did I do that? I was trying to understand because in my life, I was pushed, kicked, uh, basically manipulated and i was trying to understand how the evil spirit works evil spirits i meant to say so that i went to the law of asking questions so i could understand based on the word of god and i'm talking about my own behavior i'm not talking about you not my own behavior i was trying to understand so i go to to law. what is because i noticed certain things in my life i don't know about you guys are angels me i went through a lot and i'm going to touch a little bit on that but here Jesus turned to Peter and said, get behind me, Satan. Was he talking to Peter or Satan? Because if it was Peter, if Peter did know that this was coming out of him and it was not from the Lord, Peter would have done this. I'm not going to talk. But Peter was not able to control that. It came out of him. And you say, get behind me, Satan. So sometimes we don't really know when it is Satan acting or talking to us based on this here. You agree with me, right? We cannot tell, so we got to be careful. Things that we say, especially people that has a prophecy, they tend to throw things left and right, just like that. And sometimes it's their own feeling, thought. Anyway, that was just something that I asked myself was Peter talking? Oh, but let me go to an interesting story that kind of shaped my way of looking at God's service. Hmm, we're kind of quiet here. And this little story before we jump into the world, it's really um, in the book of uh, Chronicle. Uh, it is the story of uh, Obed-Edom. Basically, what happened? I try to make it really short. What happened here? David was about to move the Ark of the Covenant to where it was into Jerusalem. So it was placed on a cart and being moved to Jerusalem. Now they get to somewhere where the Ark, basically meaning God's presence, was sliding down. Uzzah, one of the Levites he reached out to try to help God he reached out trying to hold the Ark of the Covenant right there he was struck dead trying to help God can you believe this because to to move the Ark there are certain things that have to be in place you couldn't touch it just like that get close and play with it no Now, from the time he was struck right there, David said, "Mm -mm 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 -mm, I'm not going to move this to Jerusalem. So he asked to have that Ark of the Covenant, which will basically represent God to the house of Obed-Edom. And then from that time, for the next three months, he was blessed. Because God's presence was in his home, we can think of all kind of blessings here. And let me read read what it says here. So we both see now in Second Samuel. So this whole story goes from Second uh, Samuel chapter six and all the way to Second uh, Samuel chapter 6, 12, it says, Now King David was told the Lord has blessed the household of Obed-Edom and everything he has because of the act of God. Because it represented God's presence. And right, that story touched me. And I heard that story a long time ago. That was about I can read it about 25 years ago, maybe more. And, And I started looking into the story of obey, obey, Edom. Try to understand who was him. There are very few things that has been mentioned about. But what I can tell you, he was not way up there in the structure, in the uh, in the temple. But he was a gatekeeper. Meaning that my understanding of gatekeeper, someone that would stand in sort of, in front of the gate, either to open the gate so people will enter or close it. That's the gatekeeper to me. So, meaning that when we look at the church organization, he was not a pastor, he was not the left, right hand, he was not the pray, the worshipper, no, he was a gatekeeper outside opening. But why would that question the question? Is, why would God choose obeyed a don to place? Because this wasn't a real coincidence. This was something that, no, God arranged that to have his presence in the house of obed From that time, I said to myself, if I have to serve the Lord, it's what me, in my heart, what I would do for the Lord, regardless of what the Lord asked me to do. If it means cleaning, I will do the cleaning. If it means cleaning, I will do the cleaning. If it means the toilet, I will do it. Because it is a service to the Lord. It was based on that story of Obed Elam that changed my attitude toward God's service. So these are the two stories that I had uh, first before we really jump into. Now, let me give a little bit of background uh, before I can really get into the actual that we're we going to be sharing. Um, I'm going to be talking about my struggles. It will give a better idea where I came from. It will give a better idea. Because sometimes we tend to see when we stand here, we think that these guys are holy. They got it all together. Everything is just fine. No, not in my case. Now let me say this here. Not in my case. Let me repeat this one more time. You think I got it all together? Not me. So let me give you out of a hundred, I'm going to talk about three things. Three things only. Um, these are the struggles that I went in and why I had to pursue God. I remember when my son was born, the 15th of June, 1998. I was actually in Boise, Idaho, on HP products training. I I told my wife that, you know what, I would be gone. I know you were happy, but I'll be gone. But hey, she said, well, you know the problem, go for it. And I was told when he was born, I was told that he has this type of disease that that they could not diagnose and give us really a good understanding of what it was. So a few days after, I rushed came back to Toronto. I was sitting in bed with my son and I said, okay, what is this that I've been told? Me at this age, now at my age, I do not take medicine. It has been God's privilege. It's something that God gave me, good health. And I said, what is this? He was only few I should say a few hours, maybe not a no, few days, and I was holding my son in my hand and asking, it was actually downtown Toronto. I love the downtown Toronto. It was on Huntley Street. Yes. And I was holding, and I asked, what is this here? All of a sudden, I don't know if you can see me. He went this way. And I looked at him. Basically, he was telling me, this is what is happening to me. And I said, wow. Can you believe at that age? Speaking to my son? He showed me what was actually happening. And I said, wow. Now, a few days after the family came to pray, the only thing we were asked to do, the only thing we were asked to do is to repent. From that time, Repent and few days, few months, there was no manifestations of that. Dr. Moshe Ip, M O S H E, because it was really a, a well, some of the doctors should say Moshe Ip is a he's a, a Jewish guy at the uh, Sick Children's Hospital. Well known, he had said, This son of yours will never be an active son. No, 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 no. It would take a lot. Even to play basketball. But today, he's a great basketball player. He plays. He does. Very active. Very active. So to me, this is something that I live through So maybe that's the first story. I'm going to tell you the update that I received today at 3 a.m. Strangely, 3 a.m. As I was going back and praying and preparing this message. Just today, just today, God opened my eyes to something to see where that came from. I mean, since 1998, pff, it's been gone. We but just today, around 3 a.m., he showed me, look at that. When you apply for the insurance, the reply that came back from the insurance company, one was accepted, the other was declined. You know why? There was a report in that, that declined, but it was never shared with you. That right there, that's where that came from just today from 1998 from 1998 around the first second week of the third week of June June just today so it is something God was able to show me where it came from I said hmm, interesting okay. so that's one yesterday he's a great player Jonathan yes he plays basketball very active never meet the hospital that is uh, it's behind us now I'm going to talk about the second here. And again, it shows where I came from, why I've been going to the Lord crying. There are things that I experienced in my life. And I can tell most of you, you only watched on YouTube, or maybe you picked up a book, you read about it. So let me go to the second stories here. Uh, And again, this is just to give a little bit of background i remember one time i was going through so much so much i'm not lying to you guys and i did not understand speaking to people to the pastor i was praying they could not give me any idea what to do and how to go about handling this i remember one time i was sitting in my bedroom i mean i got up first i got up opened my eyes and all of a sudden i saw someone first time i saw him Basically, the head was touching the ceiling. I could only see the torso going from the head to half the body. He was going from one end to the other. I'm not. I'm not talking about a vision. No, not a vision. I saw him going from one end to the other, very upset, looking at me. First, remember this. First of all, I got up, sat on my bed, ready to pick up my Bible so I can read and then pray. I was like, hmm, interesting. So the first thing that I did, I spoke to the person related to that particular person. It was normal. It was nothing like, oh no, really? There was nothing like that. It was just normal. I said, okay, interesting. And I spoke to a second person related to that person again. She was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's normal. He came to visit, Just said, like, oh, oh, hang on. We're not talking about somebody that is next door to me. He's like miles, thousands and thousands miles away. How could he appear in my house? So yes, it was normal. that's normal, oh yes. I said, no, 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 I I don't get it. I said, look, I was not sleeping. I was not dreaming. This is not a vision. I saw him. He said, oh, yes, it's normal. He came to me because he was very upset. She used a French word meaning uh, meurtry, Basically, very upset. And I said, really? Upset for what? They never give me an answer. So, can you believe this? In your room. Let's put it there. Maybe let's see. Montreal is very close. But let's say you are in your in your house. Someone that is in Montreal right now. You see me in your house. In your room. As a person. You kind of ask yourself. What is this? Yeah. So this is the kind of things that I was. I was going through. And I was crying to the Lord. I was crying to the God. What is this? Why? What to do? And how? I did not have any clue. I was being kicked, pushed, stepped on. But I was, there were so many dreams that gave me a clear indication. But I did not know how to fight. I did not know. And I will cry to the Lord. I will still get up early in the morning. I will pray. It was, this went on for many years, but I cried to the Lord so many times. So many times I read books, but I did not really have any clue what to do and how to. This is where I came from. There was just so many things going on. To the Lord, you know what? Let me tell you, there was a time where just being alive, living was a gift. You know, sometimes we tend to complain, well, I didn't have that cereal that I really like, or the cornflakes, or, or we didn't really get that car that we really want, the color that we really complain. No, me, just being alive was a gift. Let me repeat this just. Being alive, boss. And I'll go around and thanks God because of what I was going through. And then God opened the door for me. And I was being introduced to deliverance. And they started explaining things to me. And I was able to stand up, fight, and push back. Let me go over this. From the time I started being trained because of what I was going through, I mean, I wrote so much. When I started getting trained, I was not able to understand, stand up, fight, and push back. And I can tell you, I keep thanking God today because I'm still alive. If it was not for what I went through, I don't think I would have been alive. God allowed some of the teaching that I went through, it was really the Holy Spirit telling me, teaching me, and I was writing. And some of the things I can talk about, it's because of what I went through. This is from out of a hundred, and I thanks God um, for allowing me to go through all this just to teach me. So that is really my background in dealing with demonic presence. I suffer. was going to church, I was giving my tithe, I was fasting, doing everything, but I did not have the understanding how to fight. I would explain to the pastor, the people, the dream, they would look at me as if I was from some other planet, no one, and because of that, because no one was able to explain things to me, you know what, I turned to the Bible, I was reading the Bible cover to cover, sometimes three times a year. Let me tell you, it doesn't mean that I know the Bible. No, just really try to understand. Because there was no one to explain all that to me. No one. Yes, and I thank God that uh, I'm still alive. I learned so much. Able to stand up, fight, and push back oh yes For some of you you just, have to, you just have to pick up the phone I can tell some of you pick up the phone and they all of they come and pray and then you can sleep I didn't have that let me tell you this some of you here you just pick up the phone and they will come over and they pray and things get better that was not the case for me I learned the hard way that was just an introduction, so you kind of have an idea. So if you think that I got it all together, no, I went through a lot, but I learned. It's just a quick little introduction. Now let's talk about, let's talk about, just to mention something, for me to learn, I traveled a lot. I was going to church, I um, a Church in Buffalo, one of the churches in Buffalo. I was living in Oshawa. I used to go there twice a month. I would drive from Oshawa all the way to Buffalo. And sometime I used to fly to this Deven- deliverance conference in uh, Kansas, where they had week-long, they had ministers focusing on healing and deliverance only. And I would just take my note. Not only that I was able to identify certain behavior in me that shows that they were really walking on me kicking me pushing me <laughs> it helped me get a better understanding okay let's get into today's message um i thank you for taking the time to listen but this is two things i'm a true thing I mean, truth that i went through i went through a lot now what am i talking uh, am i going to talk about today i am the type of person that believe this Can you still hear me? It's kind of quiet. Can you still hear me? Yes, we can. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I am the type of person that believes this. There is no one shoe fits all. No. No one solution for all. No. No, no. To me, no. Never. And let me say let me. Th- I've said this first I've said it a couple times in the story in the situation of Anna in the book of Samuel in that particular situation of Anna Anna could not have a child it says God did close Anna's womb that's what she never had she couldn't have it back then you agree with me? you know can you believe this God says I am going to close you're not going to have him you're not going to have a child for now. I mean, if it was in today's society, oh my God, you couldn't know. It. She must have done something. <clears throat> she has been going all over the place. Now look at her. She cannot have any. But in this particular case, it says that in the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 1, says God closed That's what she could not until she cried to the Lord. Isn't that interesting? So that's the first story. In that particular situation, it was God. I'll jump to the second story. In the book of Job, God talking to the angel and Satan, did you see my servant Job? And Satan went, I thought, why, because you blessed him? And all that. God said, you know what? Take everything. Take everything, but not his life. So God was actually bragging about Job. And he, and destroy everything except Job's life. If it was in today's society, wow, that man was rich. Look at him! But look at him. Where is he right now? What did he do? But I'm glad it's mentioned that it's God that allowed. Job could be could have stand in so many. He could have gone to so many churches, standing in line. People to pray for him but nothing would have changed because it was god that allowed that in the life of Job. and we we can learn from that stories and i jumped another story here and the woman with the issue of blood she heard about jesus she said if i could only touch her touch jesus when she touched jesus Jesus say, your faith has healed you. Can you imagine our society? If she was like that. You know what we could have said? So many speculations. People would have prophesied about her, given word of knowledge. But here Jesus say, your faith, because of the faith, Jesus allowed that healing. So you could see that in that particular situation. Sickness requires faith. The praying of other people, I don't know. But in that particular situation, it did require faith. And let me go to the last, now two more stories here. In the book, um, we talk about the uh, man that was actually being moved lower into the house from the ceiling. Jesus looked at him and said, your sin has been forgiven. And then he receives healing in this particular situation. Sins cause that. It is actually uh, in, the, in the book of Luke 5 and there is another story here. The man at the pool of Bethsaida. Sick for so many years. When he receives healing later on Jesus said to him, you see you are now healed go and sin no more. We could tell in that particular situation, sins was a problem. So I, I give about five, six, seven examples showing that in different situations, the cause could be different. So no one preaching, no one solution could Resolve all the problems. Sometimes it requires for us to go and follow to the Lord and say, God, what is it in my particular situation? That's something I've done for us. What is it in my particular situation? Because of the amount of fasting and praying, I was not seeing any changes. Let me repeat this again. Because of the amount of praying and fasting, I was not seeing a result. So it's good to go through and ask God, what is it in my particular situation? Me, Ediano. Me, 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 me. What is it? I remember one time I had a dream. In that dream, oh, people were looking for a person. So they went and spoke to my cousins. They show her a piece of she said, well, we're looking for this person. They had a name. That name was actually my name. It's only a name known within the family. You know, sometimes we got what people call something, pet name or nickname or just a name when they call it. I mean, you get upset that only your brothers and sisters knows that name. It only says in the family. I mean, these two people came and said, we're looking for this person. here. We have a death certificate, but we want to see the body. I looked at it. It was my name. We have a death certificate, but we want to see the body. And I look and say, but I know these people. The very same person that I've seen in my bedroom about 20 years ago. He was looking for me with a piece of paper. They say, and it just happened, they came to me. And I guess, oh, you ask him. He might know. He didn't know. They came and said, so, and I ask my name. Yes, we have the death certificate, but we want to see the body. Basically, I wanted to confirm that I was dead. People of God, I'm glad that I'm alive. And I don't complain because I don't have that favorite cereal. No. Or because we couldn't get that lot, that corner lot on. No, 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 no. <laughs> Me, it was a matter of life, death and life for very long. And if it was not for praise and worship, seeking the Lord, I don't think I would have been alive. So that's what to me one solution is to know. Me, I learned the way God will deal with me. I learned to go to the Lord and God, ask God, what is it? What is it? What is it in my particular situation? Can you believe this? A death certificate? They're looking for you. They want to confirm that you are dead. Oh my God. Anyway, so <laughs> so these are true things that I went through, and that's why I'm doing my best because of what I went through. And I've decided if I can help, I'm going to help because God allowed that in my life for us reasons. I hate to go for so many years, for many months, praying, fasting, not seeing result. And God just arranged for me to meet these two people. They are so, so uh, so result oriented and I learned a lot from, I learned a lot from the two people that I'm looking at. Hey, they look beautiful. The two people. I learned a lot. Even though we we, we went to the same schools, but I respect them. It's good that I learned and know about them before they got to form this church here. And they have been, uh, they have impacted my life. And I always remember, to honor them and always remember to acknowledge and respect the calling on God upon them. So let's talk about uh, what I had prepared for today. It is in the book of Judges, verse chapter 1. Let me read first it says this here and I'm going to be reading just chapter uh, uh, this is Judges Judges chapter 1 verse 1 to 2 it says after the death of Joshua the Israelite asked the Lord who of us is to go up first to fight against the Canaanite the Lord answered Judah should go up, I have given the land into their hands. God was confirming that I have given them the land. So they go. that's. It's quite interesting, but we have lost all that now. We didn't even ask the Lord what to do, what to pray for and how to. We get up today, we could be fasting for days, months, just because we feel like doing it. But where is the Lord in all that? i was just thinking about some investment here i was just like planning and, and okay and i said whoa, whoa, whoa i don't even ask the lord let me go back to the represent to the lord god i like to do this god i like to do that and i remember i remember uh, my sister Sharing about uh, a situation when she was about to buy it. It was actually Rebecca, she was about to buy a car, she went to the Lord. I said, she, That was a great lesson. From that time, I said, you know, no, hang on, I want to do my investment, let me ask the Lord. I want to do things, let me ask, because I learned from her the way she did it, and that stayed with me. And that's the advantage of the body of Christ where real life situation we can share and learn from each other. Oh, yes. Those little things. Oh, yes. So, and then back to the issue. And the Lord said, the Lord answered, Judah should should go up. I have given the land into the hands. When we read now, from Judges 1 going from verse 4, 8, 11 and 17. Let me read those here because it confirms what God says. I have given them the land. When we go to verse 4 in the very same chapter. I'm just going to Judges. Yes. in Verse 4. When Judah attacked the Lord gave the Canaanite and Perissot into their hands and they struck down 10,000 men at Bezek. It confirmed what God said. And again, we jump to eight from eight to 11. The men of Ju- the men of Judah attacked Jerusalem also and took it. They put the city to the sword and set it on fire. After that, Judah went down to fight against the Canaanite living in the hill country, the Negev, and the western foothills. They advanced against the Canaanite living in Hebron and defeated Sheshai, Ahiman, Talmai From there, they advanced against the people living in Debil. And again, we've seen victories after victories because it says, God is giving them the land. Now when we jump to chapter 19 so we see victory of chapter no, chapter no 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 verse 19 sorry verse 19 this is what it says the Lord was with the men of Judah this is the introduction of the, the verse 19 the Lord was with the men of Judah now they took possession of the hill country, but, but they were unable to drive the people from the plains because they had chariots fitted with iron. Isn't that interesting? Here, God's presence with them, God with them, but yet they were able to take, but they could not drive the enemy. I went to the Lord the reason I went to the Lord and asked this is how I read I can tell you I didn't go to any colleges no 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 me I learned to rely on the Holy Spirit let me say this here because of my background because of what I went through in my life when it comes to the word of God I prefer to go to the Holy Spirit and say you are the teacher help me understand because he said, the Holy Spirit will come, he will lead us into the truth. One, he will teach, reveal what comes from God. So I will go to the Holy Spirit and say, God, I want to understand this here. Yes, bring a word of knowledge. Yes, prophecy, that's good. But I'll go to say, God, help me understand. Help me understand. I went to the Lord. I went. As I was going to the Lord, <laughs> I mean, it took days. This one chapter, I'm ready for bad. I mean, it's been like four or five days now. Let's oh, say four or five days. Yeah, no, about seven days. And then the one time I heard you also need to share this message with. And I said, No, this is for me. No, no, this is this is for me because it applies to me, not to anybody else. It, there are situations in my life I have been praying, but I have not seen anything. L- let me go over this. There are situations in my life I've been praying for. I haven't seen anything moving. And I said, No, my no, God, this is for me. No, no, no. You need to share that with. Me. So when a pastor and Andre came up to me, and I just said, Come on, this is mine. This is mine. because when I read, that's how I look at it. It's me first. So I don't come here say, Oh guys, you guys, you guys, no, 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 It's me first. And I asked the Lord, yes, there are particular situations I have not seen result they are a particular situation and I go why so when I read that verse 19 yes you see victory but not complete victory because it says the Lord was with the men of Judah so there are situations where we have the Holy Spirit we can prophesy but you know what when it comes to certain situations in my li- in our life no nothing is moving to the point where we don't want to talk to it about. We don't want to talk about it with other people. People say, "But don't you have the Holy Spirit? Don't you speak in tongues? How come?" No, no, we don't want to mention that. I remember this this pastor, and I think I've shared that with going to so much. Oh, when she comes, when when it comes to oh, she can start lacking tongues and pray and pray. But look at the family. Look at her life. Things that she was going through. Yes, okay. Now, is this tongue speaking to God, or is this just uh, speaking some uh, maybe like me? I can speak Lingala. Know what I mean? We can start speaking in tongues. I'll be speaking Lingala. None of you will believe will think that this is Lingala. I can speak in Sharabia just because I want to fit into. Oh yes, I can do that. I can, I can speak in Shahab, yeah? I can speak in Linga because Swahili, no, I'm not going to try that. Queen, no, it is very a yeah? No, 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 come on. So I can speak in Linga, there's no one. But what I'm trying to say is this here. I was, we could still have the Holy Spirit speaking in tongues, but in front of certain situations, nothing is moving. Nothing is moving. It says here, the Lord was with the men of Judah. He was there. That's what it says. They took possession of the hill country, but they were unable. They could not drive out the people from the plains. Meaning that you could still have the Holy Spirit, you could still speak in tongues, prophesy. God could use you for mighty things miracles, but in your own for certain situations, you are not seeing any result. You keep fasting, fasting, praying, doing all kinds of but no result. And you don't even stop and say, hey, what is going on here? Why? Me, when something does not go right in my life, I go to the Lord and ask God, what is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? What did I do? I don't blame on the God, on God. I What is it? What did I do? Are there any sins in my life? What is it? That's gone. And again, from that time on, and I'll jump to verse 27 oh. yes but Manasseh did not drive out the people of Beth, Shan and Tanach or Do or Ibrahim or Megiddo and the surrounding settlement and again what do we see a pattern here yes partial victory but not a complete victory because they could not drive let's continue now and again verse 19 nor did Ephraim drive out the Canaanite living in Gezer but the Canaanite continued to live there among them and again in verse 30 neither did Zebulun drive out the Canaanite living in Kitron or Nahalol so this Canaanite lived among them but Zebulun did subject them to forced labor and again, look at the repetition here, we're talking about different tribes here, now and again uh, verse 31 I mean the, the whole the, the, it would be a good thing to read the whole chapter here when you get the time, but, and again here verse 31 nor did Asher drive out those living in Akko or Sidon or Halab or Axib or Helba and again, we went on to 32. The Asherites lived among the Canaanite inhabitants of the land because they did not drive them out. Look at this. And again, so we look at the very few tribes were able to drive out. Isn't that interesting? God has given them the land. We have victory in the name of Jesus. We pray, we pray because we believe. But sometimes we need to stop and say, God, we have tried. But what's going on? I can tell you, for most of us, us, it is very difficult to stop, especially we that have been with the law for so many years. We always find excuses for ourselves. (laughs) Oh, no, no, I know why. I know why this is not. But if you know, why don't you do it and see some changes next week? (laughs) If you know it, why don't you? Don't you agree with me? If you know it, why don't you do it so we can see some changes next week? Sometimes we need to humble ourselves, go to the Lord and ask, what is it? What am I doing? Sometimes we need to put the Bible aside and say, God, speak to me. I want to know. We need to humble ourselves. What is it, God? It has been a long time. I have been fasting, praying, but I'm not seeing any result. That has been my situations. There are certain situations in my life. Me, Ediano, I'm not seeing result. remember let me share and this is really this is a true story this is a true story and the reason i'm sharing because this is real this is real my first (laughs) let me share this um about 25 years i was dating this um, chinese vietnamese i I mean i I always have uh, this is a true story i always have this, this chinese eyes i'm serious so my first date and we're about to get married. In this, oh, Come on, uh, I can see someone laughing here. This is true story, it's true story, yeah. Uh, the family, basically the family did not want us to uh, move forward just because they did not believe in interracial. Uh, anyway, we had this business going on. She put $10,000 and I bring the rest because I was actually, I was into clothing business. I used to go to uh, Europe and have been clothing from Italy, France, and Portugal. But because of what, because the family did not want us to move forward, I said, okay, you know what? Let's go separate. Race. And I got arranged so that, that she moved to Montreal. She took everything that we had. To me, she took everything that we had. It was a payment for that $10,000 just few days ago my aunt come and said, why i keep dreaming about the sick oh no i was gonna say the name sorry about that why i keep dreaming about her and mining that you owe to her and i said what is this and i went so what but the way we agree she took so that's one thing i remember in my dreams In a, crying she was crying this lady i mean we both wanted because of the family, she went, I had promised, let me say this. I had promised. And because of the family, she went her way. I went nine. She went crying. You don't believe what that brought into my life. One time I remember, I could really see her and I repented because I had promised. The reason I'm telling this story, because these are true things. repented in my particular case I had to repent and when my aunt came back I said just a few days ago she said you know why I keep I think I still have the text here so you know, I went to the Lord God yes this is something that I need to fix Then, because if the 10,000 are still a problem sometimes we don't see things moving we need to stop and ask the Lord let's continue here so I don't waste too much of your busy time let me go and uh, let me go to verse 30. Now, let me go back first 27. This is very interesting. Verse 27 But Manasseh did not drive at the people of Beth Shan or Danak or Do or Ibleham or Megiddo and the surrounding settlement. But here this year, but here this year. But the Canaanite were determined to live in the land. They said, we are not going out of this place here. We will put up a fight. Isn't that interesting? God was the people of Israel. And then we jump again to verse 35. And the Amorites were determined also to hold out in Mount Ahaz, Aijalon, and Shadim. So they are situation specific demon, evil spirit that are determined. 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 You do everything. We are going to stay here. What do you do in the situations like that? All right. And Where we go? And the question I was asking the Lord and then again, look at myself, I say, God, what is it? Why there are certain situations? Me, in my particular case, me, me, I don't know about you. It requires seeking the Lord to get answers. Do they come just like that? No. No. My son's born in um, uh, June 15th, 1998, just today, around 3 a.m. I... <laughs> uh, it was that it came just to me. Look where this disease came from! Wow! And it's like, I cannot believe this. See how long? I mean, I could hear the, the Holy Spirit. You bozo! You cannot get it. You you don't get it, do you? That, that, that is my case. I remember when I was asking, why did it have to take so long for you to just tell me that why not a week? It took 15, 16 months for you to tell me that you allow all these evil spirits to attack me. So you could teach me lessons. I could see I could heal you, bozo. For you, it does it required a long because you're hard ahead. That's my situation. And I learned that the way God speaks to me. So I have to be very, very careful. Because I mean, I, I, I don't, I mean, some people that just pick it up just like that. Not me. Not not me. Not me. All right. So I went to the law asking why? What is it? What's going on? Now, when we go to uh, Judges 2, this is now, in this particular situation, this is now What? Revealed to me, at least here. Because I really just gone continue reading. Because I, I stayed in chapter one asking the Lord, what is it? Now, chapter two, verse one. The angel of the Lord went up from Gilgad to book him and said, I brought you up out of Egypt and led you into the land I sold to give to your ancestors. I say, I will never break my covenant with you. God said, I will never break. Me, God, God, talking to our two people, talking to us, I will do my part. God says, I will do my part, what I've promised, what you have been claiming in the Bible. I will do my part. say, I say, I will never break my covenant with you, and you shall not make a covenant with the people of this land. But... But, but, you shall break down the altars. Yet, you have disobeyed me. Disobedience, sins, idolatry. In this particular situation, like I said, no sir, no one size fits all in this particular situation. Disobedience. Went on to say, he went on to say, why have you done this? God is asking. Why have you done this to me? And I also, I have also said, I will not drive out before you. They will become traps for you and the gods will become snares to you. You know, I like when I ask the questions, I get the answers in the, from the Bible, from God himself, then from... Uh, a K Y Z and all that. I like this because it gave me the sake, of God. So then, yeah, disobedience. Time for me to go to the Lord. Say, what is it in my particular life? In my particular situation, what is it in your particular situation? What is it? Why there are only partial victories? Why not a complete victory? What is it? Sometimes we need to just. Stop right there and say, God, something is all right. Let me tell you, it's easy. Unless we have been blinded by the enemy, it's easy to come up with a list of things. It's easy to see in our lives the curses that we are living through. Sickness, disease, jobless, uh, poverty, or oh, last i mean we can list everybody's getting married having a child um, so we can easily list those things easily but we go to the lord what is it in my particular situations in my particular situation it could be different from caleb it could be done from Moses. But in my particular situation, that's how me, Adrian, I go to the Lord. God, what is it? What is it? Now that I found out about that $10,000, God, you know what? This is something that I need to deal with. Because I walked out that relationship with nothing. I say, you know, you take. Please. Please. I mean, they were value into interview. I walked out, and but ten thousand dollars. We talked years ago. She never mentioned anything about that. But why would God reveal that to somebody else? About the ten thousand dollars, I said, God, yes. You know what? I need to take care of that. What I'm trying to say is this year, and I'd like to conclude with this year when things are not moving right in our lives sometimes we need to stop and say God what is it I have fasted I have prayed I could pray for other people I could see results I have the Holy Spirit I could speak in tongues but why in my situation I'm only seeing partial result. the failure is that much the result is this much but the failure is that much why? God, I want to thank you for this time here. As I did say, I don't come as someone has got it all together, no, Father God. No, no. And you know that. And you know that. My prayer. I believe in your love. reveal to each one of us. Why in certain situations it's only partial victory. (laughs) But so many defeats. Father God, there is something that you have done about each one of us. You have given us the privilege to know you. You have revealed yourself to each one of us. You have poured your love in our heart that's how we take the time to come and sit at your feet to receive from you my prayer my prayer my prayer Father God reveal we have cried enough we have suffered enough reveal to each one of us we have said yes to your calling. We have said yes. We are ready. We want to make those changes. Holy Spirit, help each one of us. Thank you, Father God, for your love. Oh, Father God, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the name that is above every name, we ask for forgiveness of for our ignorance. Negligence. We spend so much time say, in the social media, so much time criticizing, so much time doing everything else but focusing on you. But we know that your calling is upon our lives. Yes, a proof that your calling is, is upon our life. If you have poured your love into our heart. That's when it comes Sunday. You give it the opportunity to come so we can receive from you. We heard from your word. Father God, now reveal to each one of us what is causing so many defeats. We have fasted enough. We have. But we need your guidance. We need your strategies. revealed to us, Father God. Yes, Reveal. Yes, Father God, we ask you. And in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we bind every spirit of negligence. Every other spirit that the enemy has put in place so that we we will deviate. We will not obey every spirit of disobedience. Any evil spirit that is hindering our walk with you. In the mighty name of the Lord, we bind them all. We command them to live now. Jesus Christ, it says in Galatians that you have redeemed each one of us from the curse of the law by you becoming a curse. We want to live that blessing. It says again in your word, Father God, that Jesus came to destroy the devil works. Jesus Christ, you came to destroy And again, it says in Revelations, Jesus loved each one of us and he has delivered each one of us from our sins with his blood. We want to live through this victory because of your blood. We want to live in this victory because Jesus Christ, you have destroyed the devil works. We want to live in this victory because you have redeemed each one of us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse. You have, you become. The curse. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for, for your love. We thank you for your grace. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Over to you now, please.
0: Thank you so much, Adriana. That is a one rich word you got there, Adriana. How very, very powerful. Amen. Adriana, you have so much in you. Oh. Mm-hmm. Praise God. You, I, I'm just going to allow anyone that has any requests for Adriana to pray for them uh, this morning. Like If you have any uh, issues that you like, uh, you know, even relating to some of the things uh, that are not moving, we're going to leave Adriana and let him do the praying for you guys. So type them in the chat if that's the case, and uh, I think someone already requested that Adriana, would should um, they like to speak with Adriana? Uh, we'll set that up, mm-hmm. uh, even if it's private. Amen. Let me see. Let me see if I can see you y'all, alls
1: pictures.
0: Yeah, who wants prayer? Any prayer requests? Don't just sit there. You know, the idea is that God wants to take you out of that situation. That's why he, he gave Aliana such a call forward. Amen. I'd like to you to pray for him. okay. Okay, okay. Idiana, there's a prayer request there. I, I hope you can see. It. Yes, I can
1: Yes, I can see that. I'm reading that. Thank you. I'm just reading that. So let's do this together. Uh, All our faith.